eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Great job, Crawley, with that interview. It's season two. It's episode 48 of The Fly, the W670 podcast. We're calling this one Cubs Blow It with Bad Bunts. And in this segment, we're going to get into the uh, news, notes, roster moves, and preview that series, which starts later today against the Guardians. Don't forget to listen, download, review. Most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter and Instagram. Fly the W on Facebook or email us at flythew670gmail.com. All right, Crowley, after getting swept, let's talk about the standings. Yeah, remember we were feeling really good. The Cubs had won 9 out of 10, and they were uh, two and a half games out of first. Well, uh, they're, they have now been passed by Pittsburgh again. So Cincy in first place, they're back on their winning ways with the two game win streak. Um, they are tied for first with Milwaukee, who is also on their own two game win streak and Pittsburgh passes the Cubs with a three game win streak. And the Cubs have lost four in a row, putting them in fourth place at 37 and 42 and St. Louis has lost two in a row. So they continue with their struggle. 9.5 9.5 games back. Yes, indeed. That's the only good news out of that uh, graphic, Crowley, is that the uh, Cardinals are still sitting there in last place. All right, let's get into some of the uh, the news and some of the roster moves. Yeah, some exciting news for a couple of young Cubs. Pete Crow Armstrong and B.J. Murray will represent the Cubs at the 2023 Futures game. That game is held on All-Star Weekend. If you remember, Brandon Davis, Brandon Davis was the MVP of the uh, Futures game not too long ago. Miguel Amaya was the MVP of the Futures game at one time, I'll say 2018, 2019, right around there. So this is, uh, Pete Crow played in it last year, so this is a chance for him to shine on the big stage with uh, baseball's best, youngest talent. I love Pete Crow Armstrong. I'm a huge, huge fan. Um, super excited that he's getting this opportunity and going to get a lot of eyes on him during the all-star weekend. Now, uh, obviously the all-star game is going to be held in Seattle this year. So I am very much wondering if they are kind of just keeping Pete in double a until after the all-star all-star break, and then see if he maybe gets that promotion to Iowa after, um, after he participates in the future game. That's what I'm kind of just looking at right now. All right. That's a, that's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting take. And, uh, and he needs to keep moving up the ladder. There's no doubt about that. 
Yeah, the interesting thing about Pete is that like every time it looks like there's a hole or a deficiency or he's getting exposed, he's able to come back and and kind of correct the issue. And that that's the key to baseball, man. It's just, you know, figuring it out how, you know, it's that game of chess where they try to figure out a way to get you out and you got to find a way to kind of combat that and it looks like he it's a skill he really possesses, so that's going to I believe help him when he gets to the majors. Yes, absolutely. He's going to listen, he he's got all the tools. He's going to be Super exciting when he gets up here. I think they just can't rush him. You want to keep his confidence, but uh, incremental moves is the right thing to do. Yep. And we had some roster moves, and the Cubs surprised people on Tuesday. Crawley, yours truly, broke the news. I'm sitting there, you know, outside Lucky Doors, which is kind of my hangout. And who do I see? So the Cubs players walk across the street on Waveland from the parking lot, and they go in uh, this door. Who do I see? But uh, Jared Young from Iowa. So Jared Young has been ripping it up at Iowa. He's a he's a corner infielder. He could play third. He could play first. And I'm watching. I'm like, that's Jared Young. And I took a picture, and it blew up on Twitter. I was mentioned in MLB Trade Rumors, a, a great Twitter site. So I was excited about that. I so that was a picture I took. I didn't take a picture of Miles Masterboni, who was optioned to Iowa and boy, oh boy, he was not happy when he came out with a luggage cart and a uh, luggage that he did not have when he walked in that day. So uh, not happy, <laughs> not happy. You know, it, it's a, it's a move that needed to be made. And, and we talked about, we just went through the series against the Phillies where there wasn't a whole lot of offense and Jared Young's name got mentioned multiple times for actually providing some offense that the Cubs barely had. Right. He had a home run. He had a triple. The guy was making good contact. So, you know, re really good to see, you know, he didn't play that first game, which kind of, of course, irritated me, but I'm glad to see that he was in the second and third game. And, and, and then you got to think that this is also uh, having something to do with the air that Nick Mad or Nick Magical made or not Mitch, uh, Trey Mancini made Trey in Mancini, London. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Absolutely. Yep. No doubt about that. And, and we'll see if, uh, you know, Jared can do some good things and maybe they won't be calling Matt Mervis up anytime soon. Um, I wouldn't say that much. I, I would say that they really, uh, they, they need Mervis and I'm not, I, I was talking to someone the other day on Twitter who said, you know, Mervis can't hit triple, you know, can't hit major league pitching. And, and that's way early to make that after 150 at bats. That's, that's ridiculous. Uh, Anthony Rizzo had almost the exact same numbers. Actually, Mervis's numbers were better the first time he got called up. So here's the thing. The Cubs need pop. And that's what Matt Mervis provides. Now, Jared Young is a really good hitter. He's, uh, but, but, but again, we need guys that can put the ball out there, that can, can, can put up a crooked number. There's no threat on this team. They're not scared of anybody in this lineup. Nobody. No, nobody right now. Absolutely nobody. No, no pop. No, nobody to scare you. Um, as as good as Dansby Swanson has played, it's he doesn't scare you. No. So no. 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 Now um, there were some moves made because of this. Brandon Hughes was transferred to the 60-day IL, so that's going to make room on the 40-man for Jared Young. And then Brandon Hughes underwent a surgical debridement of his left knee. They, they changed what they were going to do. Originally, they were going to undergo distal femoral osteonomy surgery. I can't even pronounce it. Um, and the only person to really in the majors to come back from that injury, is, I, um, ironically, is Michael Rucker, who's on the Cubs. 
but the Cubs went with that uh, with, with the uh, debridement instead. That'll shorten his recovery time, and hopefully um, he might be back this season. Fingers crossed, Crowley. Fingers crossed. Stroman threw a bullpen Thursday to see how a blister on his finger would react. It looks like everything's all go for this weekend, so that's good. That's Say- great news. That's great news. Yes. Seo was out of Wednesday night and Thursday night's lineup with a stiff neck. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Alex- I, I, let, let's hope this doesn't last too long. Again, a guy that needs to be doing a whole lot better than he is for the Cubs. Uh, something that was surprising and exciting. Alexander Canario, the Cubs ninth rated, uh, ninth top rated prospect number nine on the top 10 prospects has started his rehab assignment in South Bend. Canario people forget because of Mervis's year last year, but he led the Cubs minor league system in home runs. He is a big dude. He reminds me a, a little bit of Jorge Soler. He, he's fast. He's explosive. He can play center field, but with PCA, he can play corners and he can hit the long ball. Remember he came over uh, along with Caleb Killian, who's doing really well in AAA right now in the Chris Bryant trade. So good to see Canario back. Oh, he's going to, he's going to be another guy that's going to be, a big part of when the Cubs are really good again. Hope, yeah, hopefully. And so Patrick Wisdom, uh, I saw Patrick. I talked to him on Tuesday. He said he was feeling much better. And sure enough, the next day he's at Iowa. And he started yesterday and hit a, fir- a home run in his first at-bat in Iowa, recovering from that wrist injury. So I love Patrick. Great guy. And hopefully he comes back strong as well. Yeah, I mean, they could use him this weekend. I don't know if it's going to be that quick. But, the, you know, that's one guy. I know he strikes out a lot, but at least he does have some pop. Right. And as we talked about, there, there's going to be a whole flurry of minor league promotions. I saw Michael Aria. Um, he's a right-handed pitcher from Myrtle Beach. The guy is an absolute stud. He moved from Myrtle Beach to South Bend. So I think I'm going to go hopefully check him out again. I, I, I was amazed when I watched him pitch. Uh, right-handed pitcher Manny Espinosa was promoted from South Bend to the Tennessee Smokies. Shortstop Luis Vasquez was promoted from the Smokies to the Iowa Cubs. And the big news... The uh, number five prospect in the Cubs system, Jordan Wicks, is one step closer to the big leagues as the 2021 first-round draft pick will make his first start for the I-Cubs against Omaha. So if you take a look right now at the Iowa Cubs, and I would say go watch the Iowa Cubs because they're a lot of fun and they put on a great show. And Des Moines is a city that's where where, where the S's are silent, but it's always buzzing. Um, you have three really quality pitchers up there uh, in Iowa, when you talk about Caleb Killian and Jordan Wicks and Ben Brown. So the future of the Cubs pitching staff is right in Iowa, and they may be worth your time to make that trip out there and see those guys. Absolutely. That would be something fun to uh, do on a, a weekend. All right, something else that hopefully will be fun, Crowley, are the three games coming up against the Guardians. They are uh, in town at Wrigley uh, starting this afternoon. Yep, 120 is God intended. Thank God we're back to day baseball. It's been a long time, right? Too long. So last season, the Guardians finished in first place in the AL Central, surprising everybody with a 92-70 and 70 record, winning the American League Central for the first time since 2018. They beat the Rays two games to nothing in the wild card before losing to the Yankees three games to two in the NLDS. Uh, they didn't make a lot of moves in the offseason. You had uh, Josh Bell, who we were interested in for the Cubs for that first base job, and catcher Mike Zunio came to Cleveland. 
They lost Austin Hedges, um, Luke Maley, both catchers, and then infield outfielder Owen Miller. So they added, and they didn't really lose a lot. No, no. They're just one of those really, really steady teams. They're always around, and you just wonder if they would just add a little bit um, what, what this team could be. Right, and so right now they are part of the worst division in baseball, the AL Central, and they are now uh, percentage points tied with the Minnesota Twins at 39-41 and 41 in first place, four and a half games against the Chicago White Sox, for those of you that look at both sides of town. So it's one of these deals where the uh, Cubs could do the White Sox some favors this weekend. Right, Absolutely. All right, and let's so, get into let's get into these pitching probables. Well, you know, th- th- so this looks a lot better for the Cubs because you got their two studs going in there. You got Justin Steele, and Justin Steele has a record of eight and two with a two sixty two ERA. Um, you know, what can we say about Justin other than it's just been such a fun season to watch him pitch? Uh, he did have that little hiccup with the uh, forearm injury. But, you know, last time he pitched in London, he went six innings, gave up five hits, one earned run, and one walk with eight Ks. That was a season high for him. Against Baltimore, he went five innings pitch, gave up five hits, two earned runs, one walk. And so, you know, a, a good start there. And so you're, you're, you're kind of watching what, what Justin does, and every game is just basically a step It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You know, he's trying to just make a step back from the uh, coming back from injuries. So that that's yeah, really the pretty, key. He looked, you know, he, looked, he looked good enough the other day. And, yeah, you're right, just a little bit more steady progress. But uh, you feel good. You feel good with him on the mound when you're looking to stop a uh, what's now a four-game uh, losing streak. Right. And, and the thing is, is that, that game against St. Louis in London, that was only a second start back from the I.L., So you're still kind of keeping a very watchful eye on what he is doing as far as, um, as far as his progress is concerned. All right. So game two, we got the uh, blistered. We we still got, we got a, we got the other side. We got Cal Cantrell. Uh, Cal Cantrell. You know what he, every time I hear Cal Cantrell, I I feel like, like the, the, the Bugs Bunny, right? You remember the, 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 the the character with the, the mustache and the, and the, and, the, and the pistols and the yeah. hat, you know, a cow contrail. Yeah, that always reminds me of that. The little mouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, Cal Contrail doesn't have a mustache. Um, uh, but, <laughs> you, you know, I, <laughs> that, that, that much I could tell you so far. But I do know he has a two and four record with a 561 ERA. He started 11 games for the Guardians. Uh, last three, the last two games don't look good for him against Baltimore. He only went 4.1 innings pitch, gave up eight hits, eight earned runs, two walks, three Ks. And against the Chicago White Sox on the South side of town, went four innings pitch, four hits, six earned runs. He did better against the Mets, but the Mets are their own mess. He went 5.2, gave up six hits and three runs, but you know, gave up eight runs, his last start, six runs to start before that. 
So, you know, come on, Cubs, do something right, here, right? Let's keep that coming, right? You got him. He's going the wrong direction. You want to keep him down while he is uh, struggling, if you will. Right. And, and as, as you mentioned, Marcus Stroman, 9-2 and two with the 247 ERA uh, versus Tanner Bibby, 4-2 and two with the 379 ERA. When you talk about Stroman, that start against St. Louis, abbreviated, 3.1 innings pitch, eight hits, three earned runs, one walk, two Ks. Had to leave the game because of a blister, that, that issue that came up. Remember that game, there was some bad defense. Originally, I think he was charged with six earned runs, but th there was an error that they originally called a hit. Just a mess of a game, um, and obviously Stroman was not 100%. Before that, against Pittsburgh, he went seven innings pitch, gave up five hits, zero earned runs, and then he faced faced Pittsburgh the game before, went seven innings, gave four hits, two earned runs. But, you know, just had, having having a sensational year. Um, and, and hopefully he can keep it going. And, and hopefully the blister thing is what nervous makes you nervous about this situation. Right. Absolutely. But hopefully what, I don't know what they use nowadays. They used to use, uh, I think super glue to uh, help uh, close that up. I'm sure it's gotten much more advanced, uh, since then. Who knows, but uh, Tanner Bibby, 4-2 and two with the 379 ERA, had a great game against the Brewers the other day. Six innings pitched, three hits, one earned run against a really good Arizona team. He went five innings, gave up seven hits and three earned runs. He struggled against San Diego, his start before that, 4-0, eight hits, three earned runs, or six earned runs. But again, since then, against Arizona, three runs, against Milwaukee, one run, so... Um, he's a young guy. He's only 24 years old. He was their, uh, you know, fifth round pick in 2021. So young kid, uh, Cubs, let's, let's see what happens in this one. Yes. And that one's going to be a low scoring affair, Crowley. Yep. Absolutely. Has everything, uh, has pitcher as pitchers duel written all over it. Yep. Game number three. And this is where we got to <laughs> clear your throat a little bit. Yep. Good old J-Mo. And I like his nickname, J-Mo, because I usually have to drink a little bit of that every time he makes a start. Um, five innings pitched against Philly, seven hits, five earned runs against Baltimore. 5.1 innings, gave up eight hits, four earned runs. And then in Pittsburgh, uh, he gave, went six innings, gave up six hits, only three earned runs. So he got the win on that one, but he's had two straight losses. We were really hoping that he was kind of starting to come out of it, but... The last two starts against, you know, two good teams, Baltimore and Philadelphia, um, just hasn't have happened. But again, you know, Cleveland's not this awesome team. You know, I think Phillies that are hot right now, and I think that, uh, you know, Baltimore's a really, really good team. You know, may maybe playing against lesser competition will help uh, J-Mo. Hey, we got to grab, grasp to anything we can, right? So that, that's it, man. I'm just, I'm on a way. No, there's no angle. There's no angle. That's a bad angle when we're trying to figure out a way to get this <laughs> thing uh, straightened out. No doubt about that. Right. I, I, that's, that's all you can do, right? You can just sit there and say, please let, let, let something happen. The Cubs way. Now uh, for the guardians, Aaron Savali is up. He's started seven games so far, two and two with a 318 ERA uh, against uh, last start against Milwaukee. Went six innings, give up six hits, four runs against Oakland. 6.2, five hits, two and runs. Again, that, that's not impressive to me. And then again, San Diego, he only went 3.2 innings, gave up five hits, two and runs, four walks, and seven Ks. So he threw a lot of pitches early and didn't go very deep into that game. No. Looks like a game that if uh, Tyone can just keep things sort of okay, that the Cubs could keep themselves in this one. 
have some patient at bats, you know, and uh, that that's really, you know, hopefully get them out of the game early. All right, Crawley, we now go into our hot and not, and I don't even know, is there a Cub that fits the hot category right now? Is that even possible? Yes, we're going swept? to forget, we're, we're going to forgive him for bunting, but Nick Magical is eight for his last 19 with three doubles and one RBI. He's that was what I was work. saying, though. That was I was like, yeah, I can't know if we can do that. I don't know if we can forgive the bun, Crowley. <laughs> We're going to have to forgive it. 421, 421, 579 is his slash line. And then uh, Cody Bellinger is starting to warm up a little bit. Six for his last 17, batting three, slashing 353, 389, 412. So good to see Cody kind of getting it going right here. Absolutely. It's uh, he's looking good. I also thought I saw something on social media that he just got uh, engaged to his uh, uh, swimsuit uh, SI model uh, recently got engaged. So Absolutely. And con to the, congrats uh, happy to Cody. Couple. Yeah. The yeah. happy couple. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, as far as the knots are concerned, Ian oh. Happ two for 17 with two home runs and three RBIs. You say that looks good. That's against the corpse of Adam Wainwright. If you remember that against the Cardinals, Ian Happ absolutely owns Adam Wainwright, but against everybody else, he is doing zilch zip nada. He's slashing 118, 286, and the power numbers look great because of what he did against Wainwright, 471 slug on that. And then the other guy you want to take a look at, and this is the thing. You ride the hot hand in baseball when you can. The Cubs did so with Mike Talkman but it's kind of going the other direction right now. He's two for his last 17 with one RBI, seven strikeouts to zero walks. He's slashing 118, 118, 176. So in that game on uh, Thursday, you saw Bellinger start in center field for the first time since he came off the IL. And so with Jared Young's promotion, you're going to see a lot less of Bellinger at first and much more of him at center field. And Talkman will go into the traditional uh, back up outfielder role, which is what he's much more suited as. Uh, and maybe a little DHing in his future as well with the Cubs. All right. So last week when we previewed the Phillies, Crowley, we, uh, you know, we kind of nailed it on the, on the hot. So who's coming in hot for these guardians? Yeah. With the, when you, when you look at the guardians, uh, you can take a look really quick at Jose Ramirez, third baseman. He's always a great player. Uh, he has one home run and six RBIs. He has uh, six hits for his last 16. He's slashing 375, 522, 625. So watch out for Jose Ramirez. Also watch out for Josh Naylor. Eight for his last 22 with a home run and three RBIs. He's slashing 364, 391, 682. So right now, the Guardians offense is really on fire. I mean, I picked those two guys just because they're at the highest. But every even the guys below them, Will Brennan, who is the right fielder, is batting 353 in his last seven games. Josh Bell is 313 in his last seven games. Um, Andres Jimenez, their second baseman's batting 300. So they got one, two, three, four, five regulars that are batting over 300 right now in their last seven games. That's pretty good. That's uh, nothing. The Cubs have nothing like that at all. Right now, as far as the knots. I mean, even, the, you know, uh, left fielder Stephen Kwan is struggling. Five for his last 22. He's slashing 227, 292, 227. And shortstop Ahmad Rosario, he is really struggling. Four for his last 21 RBI. 
So he's slashing 200, 304, 350. So those are the guys that you don't have to really worry about right now. All right, Crowley, prediction time. Big, uh, big series after getting swept. Uh, Cubs need to do something here. I will go first. Um, I'm going to say they're going to take uh, one of three, unfortunately. I think uh, we just talked about how well the Guardians are hitting, and we don't have the Cubs hitting very well. I'm hoping to be very, very wrong when you and I get back together on, uh, on Monday or Tuesday. I always like to see Steele and Stroh in a series. I always feel confident that that gives you a chance for two wins. But then you got J-Mo in the third start, and then I'm, I'm nervous about Strowman's blister. Right. I'm going to try to be the positive one. I'm going to try right. to be the optimist and say the Cubs take two of three here because you know what, Dustin? They have to. They, yep. they, their backs are against the wall. Uh, this, you know. Now, um, when we talked about Carter Hawkins in, earlier in segment one, um, you know, he says they're going to wait until the very end, you know, end of towards the end of July after the All Star break to make a decision whether they're buyers and sellers. But they don't have a lot of time to keep playing around with this. They they have to do something, and and if not, then again we get back into that conversation of do you, what do you do with Cody Bellinger? What do you do with Marcus Stroman? What do you do with Trey Mancini? What do you do with some of these guys? And are those going to be pieces that you're going to sell off? And if you do, how many step backs, how many steps back are the Cubs taking for next season? Right. And Marcus Stroman's name was a name brought up yesterday on the uh, Mully and Haw show with Bruce Levine. And Bruce Levine says he expects the Cubs to trade Marcus Stroman. And if he was asked for advice, that's what he would do. Something we'll uh, definitely get into in the next episode. So that is a wrap, Crowley. We're wrapping up this one. Don't forget to listen, download, review, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W Facebook, Fly the W670 on Instagram. You can email us, fly the W670gmail.com. And of course, Crowley, you can watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. And nothing, nothing brings a smile to my face than hearing Cubs playing Cleveland. Remember 2016 Cubs fan. It's never over till it's over. Go Cubs. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.